So we, let's actually, I want to talk about that because you because you brought up Ubik. I've actually done a video on Ubik, but I wanted to ask you just for my actually for my own edification because I have not I do not hold a position in Ubik yet. Yep. And one of the reasons is I do a ton of diligence. I don't know if you've looked at my background. I'm a trained scientist, so for me, I do a ton of that that type of work. But with Ubik, yep. I mean. We have now, we have uh, the China's version of Ethereum, yep. right? Um, and which you actually covered, which I think yep. you actually covered. Uh, but we also have Ethereum Classic, which you also mentioned as well, which interestingly enough, the Asian markets love. So yeah. let's talk yeah. about these three. So we got, sure. so we got Ubik, we got, uh, we got um, uh, Ethereum Classic, and we got the new Ether Ethereum for China, right? So, right? so why Ubik over the other two? Yeah. So, so if you look at Ubik, you know, I, when I was at the coverage for Ubik, um, they're they're located in the UK, I believe, and, and they actually have um, their conferences with the fintech over there. UK, if you haven't, you know, re do research a little bit of what's happening in Europe, they're actually also homegrowing their own companies. Now, remember, Ethereum is actually started in the in Canada. Uh, Vitalik is actually Canadian, and they started here in the US. Now, the problem I have is that. Right now, every country is trying to develop their own fintech. It's almost kind of like a rush to compete with each country. Right. Although I would like to believe that at some point we're going to get one. But like Bitcoin, the problem is that everybody woke up one day and they said, <laughs> why is why is the U.S. Uh, or whoever it is actually uh, uh, Bitcoin? Um, we want to actually submit ourselves as a country and as an or a institution to have our own homegrown type of networks now the other one's stratus right stratus yeah, is also sure. uk right yeah. so yeah. a lot of these countries what's happening right now is they're all trying to develop their own little um tokens their own little icos their own little ones and that what's, what's going to happen in the future is that if i'm a u.s investor a company why would i want to go to the uk and vice versa what's the advantage of doing that because especially as there's so much money involved so my take on it is, is is the uk right now is trying to at least their population the people are trying to develop their own right now you might say you might say wait a minute well then what's the point we have too many people in in the market you know you got china with ant shares you got you got ethereum in the us and then you've got ubic in the uk the difference is that we don't know we don't know which of these three is going to eventually be the last man standing, so to speak. So when I say Ubik has a potential, I think Ubik has the, it's working off the Ethereum network and it's learning right. from Ethereum's mistakes. Now, if you think about it, the first mover advantage has a huge advantage in the sense that 100%. they will capitalize on market share. However, the second or third entrants are going to be the ones who are going to improve and take advantage the example is microsoft apple okay example yep. netflix uh, facebook okay facebook versus myspace right before that was friendster friendster correct so first mover advantage is great ethereum is probably the first mover advantage right now with the with the with the networking the d apps all of that however you've got ubic which has this idea of using a more stable version of ethereum and taking the best pieces and using it. So if you take a look at the programming code and right, what they're right, doing, right. they're cleaning up a lot of the problems. Now the scalability issue that you saw with the ICOs with Ethereum on the on the status um, token, that was a disaster. Oh my gosh, if Ubik yeah. is able to say, you know what, we're going to learn from that scalability issue, and we're going to improve our code, we're going to take and figure out how to place those nodes. When we do, when they do an ICO token, if Ethereum fails again, people are going to start looking for an alternative. One hundred percent. 
percent. And they're gonna find for Ethereum networks people uh, companies that have already looked into the code and developing a better code and a more stable code. Now remember, Ethereum is still in its alpha test. It, it's it's still technically yeah, yeah. It, it has not been the bugs have not been ironed out a hundred percent. And that's why you're seeing a lot of the scalability issues along with some of the things that are happening. Now they've got a huge development team, so eventually they're gonna iron them out. But Ubic is kind of like that little small little nimble one that's just picking up the crumbs and right, trying to right. figure out where the holes are and then doing that. Now, the development team for Ubic, if you take a look at them, um, they don't have a marketing. They don't have a large marketing. The second thing, the development team is quite small. Right, and the right. third thing is that they're trying to incubate in Europe with the companies in Europe. If they're able to gain some traction, we're looking at you know Ubic going to maybe five, ten bucks because of just the, the ability for it to grow. Now, taking a look at China, it's a good example, Ethereum Classic and all these other ones. Everybody's trying to get a piece of the Ethereum pie, almost oh, kind of like Bitcoin, sure. right? So from my from my standpoint, I'm looking at Asia, Europe, and the US. You got three large countries. Those three are all competing with each other because they all want a piece of that pie and they don't want right, to give it right. all to, to Ethereum. And they're not going to do it without a fight. So that's why I see it. Same thing with like Stratus. Um, oh, yeah, I, invested, to... I invested in Stratus once it came out. Yeah. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, this is this is this is a big deal. So, you know, yeah, so that's, that's my personal, you know, research on that. Yeah. Well, actually, it, your personal research is pretty in line with my personal research on Ubic as well. One of the things, the reasons why I haven't chosen a position yet is because of one of my small aesthetic filters, which is community and uh, development yep. community and yep. development saturation. Obviously, Ethereum is an easy example. They have a huge amount of developers. Uh, I mean, you're, it's not gonna die out if a couple developers leave. Uh, and Correct. so one of the things that I'm always, I always kind of, cause I'm a long-term player. Correct. One of the things I wanna know is, is, is it growing over the next month or so? And, and, and I've, I've gotten so much flack from people to say, hey, you know, Peter, you're, you're researching all these ICOs, but you never <laughs> jump in. You like allow it to spike and then allow it to tank. Why don't you get in on the spike? It's because I'm a scientist. I don't make decisions based <laughs> on emotional, like, it's an ICO, you know, Bancor. And then was it, what was it, is it one is, um, was it block one? Yeah, EOS, yeah. 185 yeah. million. I'm looking at it right, yeah. right on the news right now. I mean, this yeah. is, it's craziness. So I always let, like, things blow up, calm down, create a very powerful support line. And that's yeah. when I start jumping in when development, only after when development increases. Are they refactoring the code? Yeah. Are they making the code better? Are they yeah. are they actively engaged with the community? You know these types of things. So you brought up this thing because a lot of these coins are based off Ethereum code base, right? Correct. That's correct. So are yeah. we in? Because I gotta ask it. Are <laughs> we in an Ethereum bubble? I mean, Ethereum is yeah. like the master master coin. So look at the seven all the seven hundred coins and run down the list and ask yourself the question: Is how many of them are actually forks? of Ethereum. Yep. And if you take a look at it, or how many forks are actually from Bitcoin? If you actually do the numbers and you run them, right now they're not that many. In fact, they're actually probably more Bitcoin clones than For Ethereum sure. well, clones. Litecoin's Litecoin. a Bitcoin clone. And Litecoin's a clone, right. Dogecoin's another one, right? Yep. So if you take a look at the percentage-wise of, of, of actually, now the ICOs are coming out, a lot of them are actually operating on the Ethereum chain. And right. I would even venture to say some of them are actually trying to copy the Ethereum network also in some sense, not to say that they're trying to build their own network. Right. Are we in an are we in Ethereum bubble? I think we are in a short term, but not to the extent that people believe we are. Because if you just run the 700 coins out there, um, not that many have actually to try to copy what Ethereum is doing. Now, Ubic is a little different story because that one, he's, they literally are trying to hit, go oh, yeah. head on oh, with 
I think Ethereum. they actually made that pretty clear within their papers. Very clear, yeah. Same thing with AntShares. AntShares is basically trying to say, we're going to go head on. Now, those, if you take a look at them, they're not that many, right? They're not that many. They're trying to build an entire platform. A lot of them are trying to build upon the Ethereum network, like Golem, right? right? Golem tries to build upon those. Those are a little different. A lot of people mistakenly believe that Golem is like next Ethereum. No, they're using the Ethereum network. However, they're not trying to build an entire cloud computing like ecosystem around it ecosystem around kind of like they're everybody's trying to build like it's not like everybody's trying to build a a apple apple store the people are building apps upon that and so if you take a look at those those companies the question you want to ask is not so much are we in an ethereum bubble but are we on a applications ethereum applications bubble um, and i would say that uh, i would say that we definitely are getting to that point because everybody's trying to get onto the gravy train and they're trying to do that however the money is really just, has never been really on the apps. The money, in my opinion, again, people can disagree with that. It's been on whoever can build a platform. Yes, I was yeah, and that's so exactly platform right. is really the money, and that's why Stratus, Stratus has a lot of attention because again, they're building a platform, not on the Solidity programming language, but they're building on that on that C sharp programming C -sharp, language with C -sharp. C sharp, which allows people to enter in. So. Which I was actually excited about, guys, because yeah. <laughs> I, I know I know how to code it, guys. I know how to yeah, code it. Yeah, <laughs> so so yeah, so that's so my personal thing is that we are we are getting into that little bubble territory in terms of the apps, but in terms of the network itself, nobody's looking at Ubic, nobody's looking at um, Stratus. People are kind of looking at it, but AntShares is the one people are kind of like, you know, researching, but they don't really. I think people are still don't understand yet the potential of having a platform that's going to compete with Ethereum head on. So, yeah. so I, was, I was talking with one of my friends, uh, yeah. a fellow investor, and he asked me this, and you just brought it up, so I have to ask for, <laughs> for him, Paul. Paul, sure. I'm asking this question for you, Paul. I know you're going to watch this. So did Paul miss the boat with Ant shares? <laughs> did he miss the no. boat? Paul, if you are listening, Paul, you did not miss. In fact, Ask yourself the question. When I was in Ethereum at nine dollars, I thought I had missed the boat when Ethereum went to forty dollars, and I thought Ethereum was expensive at forty. Now look at Ethereum at now. I think I'm kicking myself. So, Paul, let's turn back. Let's go turn get a get a Back to the Future, uh, you know, time machine, and Love let's it. wind the clock where you were. Not right now. That's where I was in December when Ethereum was at nine dollars and eighty cents. So there you and go, I, Paul. We're talking about what uh, December, so we're talking about five months from now. You buy Ant shares at nine bucks. We're going to four hundred. Is is, the, is yeah. what the precedent is right? Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, uh, right now I believe I believe um, Ant shares is. I think it's tanking really bad right now. Yes, I think it's which like is fantastic. Which um, it's time to get if it. if six dollars if it's six dollars is so much too much for you. Then there's other there's other places to put money, but six dollars is nothing. Um, and I, I'm actually going to do a follow up video on the ant shares because the value proposition that you're getting from a com a, a company that is trying to go head on with Ethereum, if it succeeds, if it succeeds, it's not going to go to the moon. It's going to go past the moon. So um, right now, ant shares is such such a huge value. It's okay. almost kind of like ubic out um and that's the reason why i did that last one on ant shares because i do believe that if you miss the bonus ethereum there is a chance i'm not saying it's guaranteed guys all right do your research do your research uh because it's not financial yeah it's not financial but if you remember ethereum's ethereum's growth growth pains um ethereum took a while to get to 300 it did not shoot up to 300 in a straight line right 
ad shares will have its growing pains. But so, Paul, if you're stressing out over ad shares, maybe uh, <laughs> think about my theory. Yeah, 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 maybe yeah. you should go into uh, Dogecoin because you can get like five hundred. You can get like five thousand, five hundred thousand coins for like uh, about five hundred bucks, probably. So. Yeah, there's Dogecoin over there for you to for you to, for you to dabble. So yes. So there you go. There you go, Paul. That that one's for you, man. I know that you're gonna be watching this. I know you're gonna comment on this video. Uh, but you haven't missed the boat, man. I, so Paul and I've been talking about. It. We were looking. Hey, what, where's the support line right now? I I said, hey, I I you know I, I haven't bought in yet. I was I was thinking more of like the five to six or four to six range, like if it gets to four to six dollars, dude, I'm I'm pumping a thousand bones in there, man, for yep. sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Ad shares is 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 a great. I mean, I I, I did I did post it just because it, it did get into my buyer buying radar. Now that's in the top twenty. Um, ad shares at four or five dollars, it's a steal. Um, there's a reason, and actually the ant coin um, situation that's happening right now. Um, I'll talk more about how to use use the number of shares you have to acquire more ant coins but uh, cool. but yeah four or five dollars yeah four or five dollars right now if it goes down to four or five oh. and actually we have a breakdown with the whole bitcoin segwit going into july yep. uh, i do believe i believe it'll take everything with it and ant coins and shares is very very volatile as you already know yeah, um yeah. can it go to three four dollars sure can it go to one buck <laughs> that's assuming we have a crypto market disaster but again it's 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 really about that long term play. Well, now, I mean, China for me, the thing about Ant Shares, and they're going to be rebranding anyway. But I, yeah. I actually like the name Ant Shares, even though it's not as yeah. professional <laughs> as like the New World Order, uh, yeah. which is what they're rebranding yeah. to essentially. Uh, but I, I really like Ant. The thing that has got me so confident about, and, and again, I don't have guys. I don't have actually have a position yet in this. Um, I'm waiting for it to come down because I wanted to see it spike and see kind of how it trails off and how it kind of yeah. normalizes. Um, but one of the things that's got me really excited about uh, Ant Shares is because China's just a beast. You can't stop China. I mean, come on, guys. Let's be intellectually honest. You can't <laughs> stop China. So, I mean, on that, it's not empirically based, obviously. This is this aesthetic intuition of sorts. Absolutely. But you Absolutely. can't stop China, guys. I mean, they're, they're unstoppable. So I'm no, and that, I, I agree with you. you. You've got, we've got, and and you know, um, a lot of people are are saying. I, I put it up on Twitter. I was like asking people, what are the reasons why you you would buy ad shares? And I did a poll on it. So, and most people picked because it was in China. I remember, guys, that, and I, I'm a, I'm a pick your brain on this one too. Sure, uh, sure. The Chinese, the Chinese. There's a comment someone said. They're like, oh, I'm never going to invest in a communist um, cryptocurrency because it's centralized and whatnot. China has well, one of the things, and maybe you agree with me. I think that it's going into more of a capitalist society than I think the U.S. in many ways. Although it is technically a communist, but they've got a lot of money um, from the central government, and if they get just a little teeny, teeny endorsement from the the Chinese, you're looking at almost. I mean, this thing's gonna go kind of like the Alibaba, like I was explaining before. So yeah. Guys. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean. So Japan, I think, has set a great precedent, right? Japan yeah. is officially recognized Bitcoin as a medium of exchange. Uh, latest report said there's like 125 or 175,000 stores now in Japan that accept Bitcoin as a mechanism of exchange. And Absolutely. so, if that is any precedent, uh, certainly is a precedent. But if that sets an example, I mean, if China, just like you said, if China merely just says, you know what? I'm kind of liking this ant share stuff. It, once you hear that on the news, yo, people are gonna be like, 
<laughs> I mean, it's not even it's not even going to be an endorsement. It's just going to be someone someone from the government saying, you know, these ant shares they look pretty good. It's like ah, yo, all that money behind it totally going to happen. So. Absolutely. Guys, we are running up against, I promised a half hour uh, for, sure. for my man yep. Crypto, but I don't want to take too much of his time because I know it is uh, Sunday. Uh, yeah. So I do want to wrap it up. So a couple a couple last things. Um, one one that I think would actually be really benefit uh, my subscribers. So you don't you can be as transparent as you want around this. But sure. one thing that really, I'll be honest with you guys, one of the things that really clued me into wanting to do this with uh, Crypto Bud is merely one word. In one of his last videos, he said, man, investing is the lonely place. It's a lonely place. And 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 you can share, however, be transparent about that as, as much as you'd like. But I'd love to have you kind of talk more about that because the internet world and certainly doing YouTube is, is it can be a lonely place. I, I, I enjoy so much these types of interactions with you, man. Yeah. It's been a ton of fun. I, <laughs> I know we're going to do it again because uh, hopefully we can help each other make money, which is always good. Sounds uh, good. But talk, just state briefly, you know, what, what, what was that comment all about? And what does it mean yeah. to you in terms of this new world that we live in, in terms of the internet economy and, and not being, you know, located next to people and obviously in the context of cryptocurrency? Sure. So when I made that comment about Lonely World, I really meant two things. Number one is we're kind of working under two worlds right now. One world, which is everybody knows. It's kind of like, like living in the Matrix, right? If you remember watching that movie, it's kind of like when the guy, there's a scene and the guy's eating um, steak. And uh, I think it's Neo, wherever it was, says, oh, the the, the bad guy. He says, uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah. Mr. Smith, yeah. And if you remember that scene, he was yeah, like, He's like, the guy mm. did not want to eat the – he says, do you want – the guy says, I'm not going to go into the, the matrix, right? It was kind of like because I like my steak. I like what I'm testing right now. So I don't want to deal with eating – I think it was porridge at that time or yeah. oatmeal, something really nasty. There's two worlds we're happening right now. What I mean by that is if I explain to someone about the crypto, they're going to look at me like – are you gambling? Like, are you are you insane? You're buying a token that has no business. No like, intrinsic what value. is wrong with you? I you you can get a job. Invest in Microsoft. Invest in Facebook. Invest in Google. Why are you investing in these <laughs> cryptocurrency scams that are happening? So when I mentioned about that, I can't have a decent conversation. It's kind of living like in the Matrix. Explain uh, to someone that eating the porridge. It's better than eating the steak. But some people don't want to eat the steak because they don't see the behind the scenes, the curtain. Right, right, right. So that's number one. So when I have a conversation with mom, dad, grandma, aunt about crypto, they look at me like – That was probably your first problem. Yeah, it was. It was like uh, you're going to throw hard-earned money on what? On, on, on Chuck E. Cheese tokens. That's what you're doing. <laughs> And, 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 and for those who don't know, guys, he's also Asian. So, like, Asian parents, especially, like, you know, traditional Asian parents are like, why aren't you a doctor? You probably failed them early in life because you didn't become a doctor anyway, right? So that's one. The second one has to do with the fact that right now we've got a lot of FOMO going on. Mm. A lot of the investments, everybody wants to hear about Ethereum. Everybody wants to hear about Bitcoin, especially the Bitcoin maximalist. Nobody wants to hear about some of the old, other undervalued ones. So when I do a research report like on Ubik, they're looking at it like, why aren't you investing in Ethereum? What's wrong with you? Ethereum is the hot thing. So when I look at a contrarian um, trades positions such as Ubik and such as some of the other ones that are not as well known, and shares happen to be right now on fire, so people are cheerleading that. But some of the really good ones that people are not looking into are the ones that I'm on it on my own because if you go on YouTube and you type in Ubik, 
you type in all these, there's a couple of YouTubers out there who are doing who are doing UPIC research, but not, not a lot of hype. A lot of hype. And so it's lonely because you can't bounce off ideas because people right now are chasing the price. They're chasing uh, the momentum yes. and they're chasing the FOMO. They want to make quick money, and that's why I made that comment about the Lambo. Is that they wanna and all? And I, and I know not to say there's nothing wrong with having a lab, but I wish I, you know. But uh, the thing is, people want a quick buck, and they're looking at their chasing price. And so yeah, yeah. my personal take is, it gets really lonely when I do these research because there is nothing out there. There's nothing I could say. Let me verify my research to see if my my existing position, my research is not faulty. Well, and if well, there's something that's faulty, there's maybe I can validate against. There's no, validate. Exactly. there's no empirical evidence. There's no heuristics. Uh, there's no pragmatic, uh -huh. uh, um, you know, uh, data out there, empirical yep. data out there. So yeah, that makes sense. I mean, when I'm doing a lot of research as well, it is lonely. It's like, <laughs> I mean, come on, Google, come on. Someone's got to be talking about Ubix. Somebody's got to be talking about you know, this coin. And then you come up to these these sites where it's just like that. There's nothing there. There's literally exactly. nothing there. I guess I'm just gonna do this on my own. So finding channels that offer that value, and I think that's where your channel, I think it's great because offers investors, new investors to come in and gives them a little bit of overview. And also if people visit my channel, I'm trying, that's my value proposition is that you can't go on CNBC and type in Ubic. Only thing you see is Ethereum and that's only on price. And the second one is going to be Bitcoin and it's on price too. The journalist can't even get a good analysis on it. There are no analysts for any sort of these, unlike let's say you go to a stock brokerage, a brokerage account. You're able to find a plenty of research, plenty of people to say, you know what, your hard-earned money is not going to go to waste. But here, it's literally the wild, wild west, and that's why I'm so drawn to it because at the same time, even though it's as lonely, you're kind of like that lone gunman walking. My computer tends to like reboot, and then the whole thing just um, just shut down on me. It's all good, bro. It's all good. Okay. Yo, so we're back, guys. So... Um, Crypto Bud, you were talking about being in the lonely, lonely, wild, wild west on your own to do all this stuff. So that's kind of where we left off. But yeah. I do want to, again, I don't want to take too much of your time. Thanks for yeah. reconnecting, brother. Um, no last but not least, for everyone out there, uh, we're going to be posting this on my YouTube channel um, as well as we. if you want to post this on your side as well, That'd you can great. do that. But for, for people who are watching this through my YouTube channel, how can we find more about you? How can we give us all the information that we can that we can find how to, to connect with you and see all your awesome stuff? Sure. So the best way is just to go on uh, YouTube and then type in CryptoBud, C-R-Y-P-T-O. Uh, uh, but I'm the only one that will show up. My face will show up. Um, I also have a YouTube link where you, you just type it in, um, youtube.com slash CryptoBud. It should automatically get you to that point. You'll yeah. see all my videos in there. Uh, I also the, I have a Twitter account. It's going to be Crypto uh, Leung L E U N G. Somebody took the crypto button on that one, so I had to use another one. You're going with but, the Chinese. Uh, it's actually, it's, yeah, I know it's <laughs> Chinese. So uh, if you're Chinese, you know how to spell that. If not, it's L E U N G. It's Crypto Leung actually. Crypto so um, basically, uh, it was, I also have links on my YouTube. Once you get to that YouTube channel, you'll see it on my about and also um, on some of my recent videos. I just went ahead and put it on there. So if you click on those, you should get in there. The Twitter account is probably one of the best ways to get to me, especially being something real time, just some market updates, uh, position movements, things like that. The YouTube videos are posted usually a couple of videos a week. I don't do daily ones or market recaps on those too often. Uh, and then the last one I'm doing is Steemit, where I'm trying this thing where 
we're doing the article. So if you're a Steemit user and you feel that, uh, you know, we want to help each other out in the community, get some get something going, Steemit is going to be my other one that I'm trying to pilot right now. Uh, I really appreciate the support. It actually helps me get motivated and write some more in-depth analysis. The Steemit ones are going to have a lot more detail. With voice, I can't get a lot of the points across sometimes just because of time and also because of vocabulary. However, with the Steemit uh, blogs, I will go a lot more in detail. I usually put a post with a video with a written section on it, which will outline a little bit more in detail analysis. So those are going to be a little longer. I'm going to try to rewrite some of the videos so that you guys can see some of the thought process behind it, some of the things that went behind the video, uh, and what are some you know, some risks and some things and catalysts going forward that I can't cover in a 20-minute segment. For sure. So those are my three winning ones. If you guys... And definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll post a, a link for this one with you so that we get to build this community and have an opportunity to bounce off ideas because I don't want to be an, an echo chamber. <laughs> Your own echo chamber. Echo chamber. <laughs> You're like, yo. Where I just talk to myself. And yo. yeah, my thoughts are, are the only ones. Because I, I, yeah, I know. You should talk I, to each other. I, I, I don't know. Should I invest in you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's from UK. That's a good idea, right? It's like China. Uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So your thoughts, the viewers, I, I think the viewers, a lot of them have great ideas. You guys, uh, some of you guys probably know a lot more than I do on many different levels and strengths. Uh, my strengths, again, is on the investment side. If you have programming experience and you said, you know what, I think I could I could comment, um, you can subscribe, you can add, that, that just facilitates that loneliness and gets rid of that loneliness factor, I think, um, is in there. And... Um, yeah, so, but thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate, I, I want to do this just because you were the first one out there to reach out to me. And I said, I think you, you, you're you a great guy. Your channel is awesome. I love your video editing skills. Probably a lot better than my, my webcam videos. Oh, so uh, we just like I'm, I'm really impressed. We just, like, <laughs> we just like have, well, and, 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 and one of the reasons why guys I've reached out to CryptoBud is because he, because I can sense, so I, you know, I'm getting closer to 40 than anything else, guys. Um, and I can sense his maturity, his experience, the way that he talks through it, it resonates deeply with me. For my audience, so we're long-term investors, I speak mostly on kind of the philosophical underpinnings and the deeper technological implications of Bitcoin and, and, and um, fintech. And so I, I do less of the technical analysis stuff because I'm in it for the long haul. But one of my things is about education. Hey, why is distributed networks important? Why is decentralization important? Why, why, is, what is, why is a protocol, Bitcoin being a protocol, is, is so important rather than being a platform? So I talk more of like those types of things. And so if you guys are looking uh, for that, you can certainly come to my youtube channel uh we do do some investing but not it's not to the to the length that crypto bud does but again thank you so much crypto bud for doing this it's been so much fun and i expect to do more in the future absolutely we'll look forward to it thanks a lot man